Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good morning, Oregon. It's Monday, September 12th. This is Beth Slovic with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Fire officials and Governor Kate Brown warned Thursday that this past weekend would be a dangerous one for wildfires. Hot temperatures, high winds from the east, and dry conditions throughout the state combined to make the threat of new or worsening fires strong. And on Friday, that's what we started to see, unfortunately. A fire on Friday evening at Milo McIver State Park near Estacada led to late-night evacuations for nearby residents along the Clackamas River. And the Cedar Creek Fire, about 60 miles southeast of Eugene near Waldo Lake, led to mandatory evacuations for the nearby city of Oak Ridge and the surrounding area. Lightning started that fire on August 1st, and it more than doubled over the weekend, growing to 86,000 acres by Sunday morning and pushing residents to temporary shelters in and around Eugene. Because the fire spread, firefighters lost the ground they'd gained, and the fire's containment level dropped from 12% to 0%. However, some areas of Oak Ridge were permitted to return home Sunday around noon. Meanwhile, the Double Creek Fire near the Oregon-Idaho border had burned about 150,000 acres as of Sunday. Lightning sparked that fire on August 30th. In Portland, residents nervous about fires closer to home found reprieve when Portland police early Sunday arrested three suspects in a string of arson cases at Mount Tabor Park over the past few weeks. Police arrested three 18-year-old men on suspicion of multiple counts of felony arson around 2.35 a.m. Sunday. Neighbors were especially jumpy because of wind, dry conditions, and wildfires elsewhere across the state. They'd organized volunteer crews to patrol the park at night to make sure no fires erupted or threatened nearby homes. On Sunday, city officials thanked the neighbors with Fire Chief Sarah Boone saying their tips had helped protect the forested park. The three major candidates for Oregon governor largely agree that the state needs more housing and services to treat people suffering from addiction and mental illness. But Democrat Tina Kotek, Republican Christine Drazen, and unaffiliated candidate Betsy Johnson disagree on Measure 110, which 58.5% of Oregon voters approved in fall 2020. It decriminalized the possession of small amounts of heroin, meth, and other street drugs. Kotek said she would keep Measure 110, but would work to prioritize expanding the number of mental health professionals who do outreach to unsheltered people and increase caseworkers who help people stay housed as they work on their mental health issues. Johnson said she would eliminate Measure 110, although the governor can't single-handedly overturn a voter-approved measure. She would have to work with the legislature to amend or abolish the law. Drazen also says that Measure 110 was a mistake and should be undone, She said the measure should be put before voters again, this time to ask them to repeal it. The tiny homes on Northeast Alberta Street that formed Portland's famous hotel, Caravan, the tiny house hotel, has closed. And two of the original tiny homes on wheels are for sale. Caravan was the world's first collection of rentable micro-dwellings built on trailers. 
It opened in 2013 on a corner parking lot at 5009 Northeast Alberta Street and was popular with people who wanted to test out living in a space smaller than a parking spot. The inventive lodging soon had imitators across the globe and was touted by tiny house living blogs and shows as part of the movement to live simply with fewer possessions. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.